You're listening to I'd Rather Be Writing.com, and today I'm talking with Vicki Coaster Lenhart, uh, who is a candidate for vice president of the STC. And similar to the, the questions I asked Alan Hauser, I have about five questions for Vicki. Um, and let's just jump into it. So, Vicki, what do you think one of the greatest challenges STC members are facing right now? And what kind of solutions do you have in mind? I think that being relevant in their companies, their businesses, and their colleagues is probably a common challenge for most members, regardless of where they're working in the world. Um, that and competing for the same jobs with business communicators, web designers, and information architects for the same jobs. Um, solutions, I think, will come as we talk about um, some other things. Um, I think that there's still a lot the STC can do to grow the business, and as it grows the business, um, these writers can get more recognition. It's still been the mission of the STC. Um, to promote the, the profession, and we still have a long way to go on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what would you like to see done differently in the STC? Uh, there are a couple of things. First, I think the way that we go about growing our business. I'd like to see the STC hire a business development manager um, and stop relying so much on members and communities to grow the membership. Um, we need to look at all markets, not just in the U.S. and Europe, and go where the business opportunities are and in any given year or in any, any given space of years. Um, the other thing is reaching out to non-STC organizations and collaborating on projects with them. Um, for example, other organizations I'm thinking about include the IABC, the PR Society, uh, EPA, which is an obvious one. But what I'm talking about is not reaching out as individuals. I think. I think there are a lot of individuals in the SEC that reach out, but I'm talking about the organization itself and how it represents itself. Hmm. But can you expand a little bit on the business manager uh, person that you were describing? Like, what exactly would this person uh, try to try to accomplish? Well, today, a community communities drive membership growth, so and they do that through the events that they hold primarily. Um, and so, I, it's not enough. At, granted, the, the new website um, is also helping to grow membership. I think I've heard that um, this year about a thousand members have signed up just from seeing the website and experiencing that. What a business development manager would do is actually be the person who focuses on growing the business. On the one side, it would be identifying what are those business opportunities. For example, as we had an article in the fall of last year about the 10 cities in the U.S. that will or did survive a recession. Um, I looked at those 10 cities and I thought, my, my first thought was, does STC have chapters in all of them? And if not, why not? And should we? And so a business development manager might look at that kind of situation and determine, yes, we should, and then develop strategies for going after those business markets. Um, and another, another example would be seeing that there's opportunity in India or China and figuring out um, a business strategy for going after um, membership growth in those countries. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the STC is, is it's 
mainly just the U.S. Or I mean, there's not that many. Uh, it's not that strong outside the U.S. Am I am I correct on that? That's correct. Yeah. I mean, it, there was there was some good growth in the last decade, but um, I think people just got burned out, which is not uncommon for leaders of, of communities. But when you don't have a lot of communities and people kind of get burned out, you, you lose track really quickly. Well, that, that brings me to my next question, uh, because you're talking about leaders and especially local leaders in, in new chapters. It seems like, at least in our chapter and the chapters I've been at, it's always hard to make events relevant to members. You know, the, the draw is like maybe 10% of the total membership will actually attend the meetings. And, and sometimes it can feel like a little depressing when you come out to a meeting and there's maybe seven or eight or maybe even 12 or 15. Uh, and that's it. Uh, how can you, what would you do to try to help fix this problem? Um, well, first, let's just clarify local, what local means. So, I re- yeah, I realize this is um, like more, more of a, on a chapter level, whereas I realize, you know, there's a society level and maybe the two don't, don't interrelate that much. But you now what I, what I'm thinking of is local sometimes to me means how close my fellow STC members live to near me. Um, and that influences um, the kind of events that a chapter or a geographically based community, what kind of events it will have. So, um, for example, the Transalpine chapter, or there are chapters in, in the United States where people have to travel a few hours just to get to see the, the next member. Um, so, I just want to be careful as we talk about the, uh, the aspect of local because it does influence what kind of programs a community will put on. And um, you know, some communities will put on a conference once a year. Other communities will put on a monthly meeting. Um, other communities will try and experiment with webinars, which is what the France chapter is trying to do right now. So let me go back to your question and talk about two things. One is struggle, and the other is relevancy. To the struggle aspect, um, this is the reason why we have the leadership webinar series. Um, it's, it's meant to help leaders have better tools for planning and running their communities. In this case, uh, part of planning and running your community would be figuring out what events to have. Um, as part of that, um, you know, when a chapter is struggling, you know, it's all about finding out what your customers want. So, um, running surveys, talking to your members. And again, that's not something that members always have all the time in the world to do, which is where I think a business um, development manager might be able to give some tips and help some important chapters reach out to their members better with um, more focused programs. And that's not to say that the programs aren't good enough, but it's simply to give more support in developing what it's going to attract um, SBC members to an event. Um, I also put that um, program together uh, originally to also make being a leader in a community a much more rewarding experience as well as one that can hopefully enhance your career. The second piece was relevancy, and it comes down, again, to knowing your members. Um, and again, that's where the business development manager um, will be able to help and give some guidance. Um, I've seen communities conduct surveys 
some with Survey Monkey, and you know that's the kind of topic that makes a great um, leadership webinar because communities start to also to exchange um, their experiences and how they dealt with that same issue. Yeah, hey, I really like your point about how um, you know closeness and proximity really determines what kind of events people hold because I remember. When I when you guys invited me to that Transalpine chapter, it was like an amazing event, and it made sense for for the disparate country or the the great distances between members and so forth. Even though that was you know their main event for the year. Okay, and I, I've got another question. <clears throat> How can you help resolve the rift between academics and practitioners? And you know by rift, I just mean that a lot of times these two communities don't seem to speak to each other. There's sometimes hostility from one camp to another, and uh, it seems like the two could leverage each other more. I'm not really sure what the what what a solution might be to to resolve that rift. I think it comes. Uh, first of all, I completely agree with you, and I see it. Um, when I was on the board, I was aware <laughs> that you might sometimes run into uh, one not feeling appreciated by the other. Um, but my common sense says just to look at the strengths in the other and leverage them, and that's the approach I took when I was on the board. Um, one example was um, Sandy Harner was leading the committee for grants, and I was unfamiliar with the process, and I took the time to talk to her and understand the process, do the proposals, um, you know, give her my two cents on, on how I would see a proposal like that flying in a, in a company versus academia. But as a result, we actually improved the process a bit. She added things and I added things. And um, the tips are some proposals that I think were really, really good. Um, another situation was uh, Hillary Hart and I were talking at the um, annual conference in Atlanta, and it was the first time we'd actually spoken face-to-face. We knew each other, but <laughs> never talked face-to-face. Um, and we were just chatting. and. You know, she comes out, she's a strong academic, I'm strong on the practitioner, practitioner side. And as we talked through things, um, we shared our insecurities <laughs> on the one hand, but then laughed at our differences and, and thought um, that our combined strengths were a good match. So I think part of, part of the solution is simply me as a person, as a private person, as a leader, um, you know, believing in what's best for society and the industry, and treating people with respect. Uh, when you pre- when you treat people with respect, they respond in a positive way. And I think you know, we just need to reach out more to each other to understand and uh, to leverage the knowledge that we have and the passions that we have. Are you still there? Did I lose you? Hello. No, I'm so, sorry. I'm so, sorry. I had I had uh, my mic on mute for a minute and I forgot about it. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I sometimes have kids in the background and just trying to mute that. I understand. So um, my my last question is about how you handle all the roles in the STC. Um, we've we've got such a variety of different types of professions. I mean, there's usability people and editors and there's illustrators and there's content management people and there's, there's um, hardcore XML people and there's just regular technical writers. And a lot of times people go to conferences or they open up a, a magazine like the, or the, uh, the, the intercom or they see the list of webinars and it's hard, it's hard to make the content 
relevant to all these different groups because we have such a variety uh, under the umbrella of the STC. Um, what, is there a solution to try to um, make all this stuff relevant to everybody, or, or what? What do you? How do you perceive this problem? So what you're really asking, I think, is about keeping our, all of our products and services relevant. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, um, part of the answer for me goes back to data collection and understanding what all of our customers are willing to pay for. Um, a bigger part of that is just segmenting our markets and building marketing strategies around each segment. Who's going to do that? A business development manager or, um, or marketing manager. Uh, I would expect that a business development manager should be able to do that. Um, but we really need to be looking at our, our, essentially our customers. Anybody who pays to subscribe to the STC is a customer of the STC. And we need to segment all of that, look at it, see who's paying for what, who's interested in what, and further develop um, products and services that people are willing to pay for and therefore also generate hopefully more income for the STC. I think it is what, and it is split, and it is varied. Um, and I think that's also where reaching out to other organizations is going to be important. Um, we've, we've seen a lot of splintering of communities, a lot of spin-offs of the STC in the last decade. Um, as you know, communities become stronger or more trendy. And, you know, we're watching also at this time, large organizations, organizations that have been in business for a long time, just fold, like Lisa, for example. And Lisa was one of the organizations SCC had uh, reached out to five or six years ago. Um, so it's about, it's, it goes back to understanding the customers. And I think SCC has actually been doing a much better job of that last few years. It started with Suzanne. Susanna Laurent, um, surveying our membership more, and, and future leaders have continued that trend. So I think that's a really good thing. But we need to do something more with that data, and we need to be more proactive about looking at our customers, segmenting the groups, and then really developing products and services that are targeted towards those segments. Yeah, I, I totally agree that, um, you know, it's sim very similar to, I guess, TechCom, where you, you define the information around the user needs and things like that and your user base and understand exactly. The <laughs> so exactly <laughs> so we should be really good at this yeah yeah <laughs> well thanks vicky i appreciate you taking the time to to chat with me and uh i think the polls open on march 9 is that correct that's correct and and people that's can go to stc.org and vote and as long as they renewed their membership by february 28 they should be able to vote right Right, and there's been um, there's also the ask the candidate button, um, and uh, I think that's a good way to continue the dialogue with all of the candidates, not just the vice president, but all the candidates. I think that's really the best way to have some kind of dynamic conversation going. So post the questions there as well. Yeah, and there's also I'll just mention there was a an article about you on the Content Wrangler, or like an interview with you on the Content Wrangler. Dot com mm -hmm. and uh, Scriptorium did did some kind of webinar um, Q and A with both you and Alan, I yeah. believe, right? So Thank I'll try you. I'll try to point people to those references as well. Terrific.
Thank you so much, Tom. You do such a great idea. Uh, does a great job at all of this. And the SEC um, is, has to be very thankful for the service that you provide for the whole TechCom community as well. So. All right. Great. I'm so glad to see that you still do it. <laughs> I appreciate your note. Thanks, Vicky. I, I I appreciate your your feedback and responses.